What's up, family? This is Brandon from Good News Podcast. Um, I'm here with my co-hosts, Suchitra and Benny. Hey, hey, hey. to the fam. Hey, what up, what hey, up? Hey, hey. <laughs> so we are on episode eight of the Good News Podcast. And today we want to touch mm-hmm. on the coronavirus. And we're obviously in the throes of it. Today is Saturday, March 27th. March 28th, excuse me, Saturday, March 28th. And so we're literally in the, in the middle of this coronavirus epidemic. I'm sure there's a lot of confusion, uh, a lot of fear, a lot of faith being displayed as well. So we wanted to just give some insight into what we're learning while we're in the midst of this storm, so to speak. Then also touch upon kind of what we see occurring in the future based on where we are now and, and how this thing is going to play out and what's maybe going to happen on the other side of this epidemic. So just to start off, we'll um, shoot over to Suchitra. So Such, um, what have you kind of been learning? What has God been putting on your heart and depositing in terms of like knowledge and understanding based on what we're going through right now? Well, I think, man, that God is doing like almost like a uniform shaking of the world and of Christians as a whole, man. Like I know he's shown a lot of things in me that, you know, I need to work on and that I need to take a look at, right? Mm. I've had my freedom taken away. I had my resources taken away. And when the whole thing with being locked down and the um, virus coming and all that, I mean, I understand it's a scary thing. I understand that um, there's a lot of uncertainty and us not knowing what's going to happen in the Mm -hmm. future, right? Mm -hmm. But I was always like, I was always like, man, when do we ever know what's what's Mm -hmm. about to happen? You know, we're here today and we're gone tomorrow. We're the Bible says we're we're a puff in the air, we're a mist, right? In Matthew's, right? Mm -hmm. And. I realized in me there was no empathy. There was no uh, me trying to understand, you know, other people and and um, the world as a whole. And because I was always like, man, I'm I'm not afraid. I'm not I'm not I'm not scared. This is God's will, always. Not just in Corona or in us going to work, us just living our lives. God's will is in play every day, mm-hmm. not just with this but especially in this and God's making something awesome I think you know and I saw that but I didn't see the other side and I didn't see myself almost growing within me a, a like a disdain you know and and looking at people like man how are you worried like you know what I'm saying like you're supposed to be a Christian like you know and I'm saying this in my head you know what I mean did it did it like I, frustrate you yeah it did man it did it did frustrate me man and i'm like man like this is like you go through some of the timelines and social media it's all worry it's all anxiety you know i mean i'm like man y'all got we got to stop like we got to be better than this as a as the body but god was working in me and being like bro if you see that then you need to be that change for other people you need to understand them and love on them even through this Mm. and help them teach them you know what i'm saying and instead of you know almost judging them almost getting mad at you know what i'm saying and helping me to be more understanding than that yeah and i'm thankful for god in that you know what i mean because 
it's helping me with some relationships that I'm having. You know what I'm saying? And mm. thank God I haven't hurt anybody yeah. with the, the things in my head and that God has like kept them in my head. You know what I mean? As opposed to like acting on them or um, speaking on them. Yeah. But I want to address that growth in me that what's happening in this whole coronavirus crisis is um, doing for me mm. as a Christian, as a follower of Christ. And I'm, it's almost like, dang, you haven't learned empathy yet, but I'm getting there, man. And, you know, yeah. um, God's growing me, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. I think, I mean, that empathy thing could be different. It's like not an all-encompassing umbrella that you get it once and then all of a sudden you're good. It's like, exactly. you got a whole bunch of different types of contextual situations to, to, to learn empathy. So I think that's something we all are learning. Do you feel like your like relationship with at home with your wife, has it been like, how's that, has that been? I don't, I'm not, you got, you can touch on it if you want, but has that been, how's that been? Bro, this is my, my baby, man. It's almost like, like, so she works at home. I work at home. So yeah. social distancing has us together all the time, you mm-hmm. know, ironically, right? You know what I'm saying? We, we do everything together, bro. We eat breakfast. We eat, you know, lunch, dinner. We we go on walks. So what it's done for us is it's gotten us closer. Like, mm-hmm. I see, like, the issues she has to go through at work, mm-hmm. like, firsthand now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're able to pray on it. And we're able to, you know, or laugh about some things or, you know what I mean? And instead of, like, it used to be like, hey... I had this issue at work before this and I'd be like, what, how did that go? You know, mm-hmm. now it's like, it's happening. It's happening like in front of me, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. she's doing conference calls and she's talking to her boss and, you know, she's talking to the people she manages and it's, it's all working out and I can, and I'm learning her, I'm, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm getting to see her and it's just like, it's amazing. You know, it's, 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 I'm, like privy to it now. It's weird, you know what I'm saying? To the point where like I'm almost like a fly on the wall with seeing her just being able to go through that. Yeah. Her in action. It's it's pretty cool. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah. So Benny, how about you, man? Like what is um what have what are some takeaways that you have received even while you're still in the in the, the throes of this uh coronavirus situation? Um some lessons. Some lessons I learned uh, right away, I would say is, uh, just to have more like grace and compassion for people. Cause like, kind of like similar to what Suge was saying in the beginning, I was just coming at it hard. Like, man, no what performer gets me so prosper, man. Why y'all even tripping? Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's even to a point where it was almost like, yo, it's not that serious, but, but that, and that was kind of before I had, before it really started to take off on, I had a lot of information and knowledge about it, but even said as I learned more about it, I would just dig in deeper. Uh, and that's kind of like sometimes how my personality is. It's like, I'm, and I mean, I think we talked about this before, where we're from, it's just like, you can't get punked, you know what I mean? And I feel like lots of times I look at it like, oh, if the enemy's coming at me, man, I can't get punked. I can't get punked. I can't, I, I, we, why are we getting, why are we, letting, why are we letting them punk us? You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes that would stop me from being compassionate and have empathy, like you were saying, uh, Such. And so I've been learning that to 
just full fall back and I would feel the heart of God for people. But yeah, still keep my resolve. But sometimes, like you said, Such is not always a place to learn, you know, listen to the Holy Spirit and when to say the right, say, like bring that out in moments mm-hmm. that can encourage someone instead of like making them feel like they're almost um, less than for not exhibiting what you're feeling um, because yeah. everybody's going do different, going through this differently, no matter where they are with the Lord. Right. And so that's one of the things I've just been learning in general with this situation is, is just having grace, but yet still keeping, not letting somebody else's journey or walk that like affect how I know the Lord's telling me to deal with it, but not imposing my kind of like, listen to the Holy Spirit when to kind of guide and help and even receive help in certain ways um, to feel an empathy and learn about that. And um, as we go through this, so I kind of been just learning empathy and learning when to, I would say, kind of display or speak on how I'm feeling to, to, to this situation. So that was one of the um, main things um, that one of the things that just helped me personally mm-hmm. throughout this whole situation is like you were saying, there's, there's a lot of unknowns. And one of the things that helped me is um, just acceptance, like a contentment and acceptance of the world we live in now. And, and, and also just not knowing what it's going to look like when we, when we come out of this or truthfully, if we come out of this, right. Cause we can't even say that truthfully. So like, I, I will say, and this is not to be like a downer or anything. It's just like, it's the facts, right? We don't know what tomorrow's going to hold. Like you said, uh, and, and, uh, we haven't seen anything like this in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. So just being content. And one of the things that helped me is the word, the scripture, like always injecting God into moments where I might have a certain feeling and keeping them close has really been what's helped me accept this and be content. And one of the verses I was just talking to you before this suit about the Philippians 4.13, where it says, I could do all things through Christ. Y'all know that one? It's like, it's that typical one, or, you know, everyone kind of knows about, even if you're not really in the Bible. Oh yeah, I could do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lots of times we don't look at what Paul at least I didn't. I just learned this not too long ago. Read the whole, all the verses leading up to that, the context in which he said that. And so I want to read that because what Paul was talking about was being content, actually. Um, and then he said, I could do all things in the context of being content, whether it's like he used the words, like whether um, um, I'm abased or bound or whether I, I uh, whatever state I'm in, I'm going to be content. And so I'm going to read that real quick. And I'm just going to I could go through the whole thing, but I'm just going to read it. Philippians 10. Um, right. Philippians 14, he said, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again, that you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. He's talking to the church of Philippians. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned, is the part is part, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased. I know how to be abound. Everywhere in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to be both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And he goes on to talk to nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now you Philippians. And then he kind of talks about, you know, talk about the gospel after that. But he he. I just like a lesson. God was like, just be content. Because I have, I say it and say it all, it's all through the Bible, 
I'm all that you need, no matter what's going on in your life and what's going on externally. And even sometimes how that makes you feel come to me because I'm all that you need. And it'll make, that's why Christ and I get it. It's like, that's why he says my yoke is easy because life is hard. There's a lots of changes. There's lots of windy roads. And if your expectations are placed on that, and not to say that we're not to like aspire to things and things like that. It's just that when things shift that we don't expect, we could be thrown in like examples like this. Like there's a, we don't fully know how things are going to go. We don't know how our health's going to be. We don't fully know how things are going to be, but trusting in God and keeping him close is really what the, where the true healing is and where the peace is. And so that's been my main, and that's why that's been my main lesson, man. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think for me, it's kind of, you know, piggybacking off what you said, Benny, is it just made me really realize, and I guess I kind of understood this from a conceptual standpoint, but I think God puts us in various trials to really reveal just how stable he is and just how much of a foundation he is. Mm. Um, I think with the coronavirus just kind of shutting down the world, so to speak, it's like, it's showing me that kind of put our, we kind of put our emphasis and focus on things of the world. We have certain ambitions that might not be aligned with God. We have certain plans. We want to plan a vacation six months in the future. We want to do this tomorrow and just realize that God is the only stable thing. Mm. Like Mm. God is, he's the foundation. And um, I find myself just going to his word Mm. and knowing that his word will never come back void. And so, yeah, he's shown me that. He's shown me that if I'm not doing God, doing things that are aligned with his will, then like it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really bring fulfillment. It doesn't bring contentment. Like you said, Benny, I think true contentment is um, putting your faith and trust in the Lord and, Mm -hmm. and focusing on the Lord when the world will have you focusing on everything else. Mm hmm all the chaos and not that we're supposed to um, turn a blind eye to, to what COVID-19 is doing. But I think in looking at the Lord, it, it gives us a vantage point for how to deal with what we're faced with. Mm. Uh, I think also just like you said, Such, and just really being with my family yeah. um, has really been like healing and therapeutic for me. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we can we can be amongst our family, but not really be present, be fully present. Exactly. Mm. You know, we we we're thinking about other things and you know things of the world and um, our jobs and this business that we want to develop mm-hmm. and, and other, all these other things. But you know, God's just shown that, like at the end of the day, like God is is He should be what we're focused on, and you know, God and family, right? Yeah. In that order. So it's been really good to just be around my family, do things with my kids um, that maybe you know, I wasn't doing before, mm. trying to teach them things, play with them. I'll, I'll leave, try to make sure that they, they do understand on some level what's going on in the world, but also to understand that that God is is our only hope for protection and covering, you know? Mm. Mm. And so I think that's been really good, like sitting down with my son, reading the Bible or reading a, like a kid's Bible with him yeah. and just watching him pick it up 
and be really interested in it and see like the impact of feeding him the word, seeing the impact in real time. Mm. So yeah, it's um it's been it's been a very interesting time. Um but I think believers, I think we are going to be strengthened through this experience. And I pray that people who don't believe will come to God through this experience. Like I've already, there are already some people that, you know, I know weren't believers that, that are looking, looking for God. Whoa. And I think it's us as believers, it's a perfect opportunity for us to, to minister to those people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's a, it's made me just focus. And I think focus is a big thing that I kind of struggle with sometimes is, is focusing on God, focusing on what, what he told me to do. I think in my own mind, sometimes I can kind of get distracted and almost like try to kind of tell God how, how I'm going to serve him mm. when he told me how to serve him, you know? So, um, it's, it's, it's been humbling for me. It's kind of, kind of cleared the clutter from my mind and just made me realize that if I'm not living for Christ, then I'm not really living. Mm. 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 Wow. Bro, that's, that's what's up, man. Um, and like you were saying, man, we, we can't be the light. And I, God's been talking to me about the same thing. Like if you can't empathize or you can't uh, understand, or you can't be patient, you can't be a light. You can't be an instrument. You can't help the body. If you haven't learned that, that's something he's been telling me uh, in the past few weeks. I think about that first, man. Um, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find that real quick. Yeah. Mourn with the mourners. Paul says. Um, mm. Let me see if I can't look up. Do you know what I'm talking about, Benny Brandon? I do. I just don't know the. Yeah, mourn. Um, mourn. Paul tells us rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who remourn, who mourn. And so we, we're going to have to, um, and that's Romans twelve fifteen. Okay. But that's what I think about, right? And it's, it's the principle that we as the body should be able to console, should be able to rejoice, should be able to help and to live mm. out, you know what I'm saying, what we believe. Mm and help other people right you know what i'm saying so yeah. that's what that's what's been on my mind have have any of you guys learned anything else though i would say real quick now yeah. it's like the season we're in mm-hmm. um and when i say that it's like the times it feels like these are the times where stuff is kind of chaotic and, I, and it really felt when it's all this started popping off is like now's the time to really start kind of applying the word that you read like those who are believers you're going to have actual practical application, like on a more consistent basis of being able to apply all the stuff that you say and you, you read and you say, okay, I get it, Lord. And you read in the Bible. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But now it's like, all right, now you're going to really have to show me that you're able to apply this and you're going to, and that's what this is. It's like when, when, when the trial and the fire has come, it really, like we said last episode, it really shows the areas in which you need to work on. Um, and so mm-hmm. we all, and we're constantly always working because we're, it's just a sanctification process. So now it's a time of being able to apply and, and real quick to one of the things you said, Brandon, people are coming to Christ. I was on my Twitter yesterday. I, I got Twitter back cause I now have space on my phone. Okay. 
And um, I, I'm on, I haven't been on Twitter in a minute, but most of my tweet, Twitter, uh, see, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> most of the Twitter. people, most of the people I follow are like, it used to be tech, you know, tech people like CEOs and CMOs and things like that. And so this one dude I saw showed up on my, he's a tech guy and he, and he, this tweet caught me because he not, like, he's a marketing person, you know what I mean? And so I, and I saw his tweet, it was like, I baptized myself today in the bathtub. I realized it's time for me to dedicate my life to following Jesus Christ for Whoa. the rest of my life. And I fully commit to it and to fully commit to it. I love you, Jesus, and I will bear the cross for you. And I was mm. just like, this is a dude, I mean, that has over half a million followers. Like, it's like a high-level, big-company CMO that I was following back in the day. And, wow. and just to see, the, like you said, that this is a time where people, God's using this for people to, like, come back to him or come to him for the very first time or just to start asking the questions about God. Like, where are you in all this in there? Even that question is good because it's, like, it's starting that dialogue. And so I trust the God of the Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, mm-hmm. the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to, to show up because he's real, you know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I'm, I put 100% confidence in that. So when people start asking these questions, I'm happy about it because he's going to show up in some way, shape, or form. So anyways, yeah. Yeah, that's that's real. It's like, you know how, Benny, you were talking about how sometimes trying to evangelize or trying to talk to someone who's not, who doesn't believe it, it can be, there's, it can be the sort of like social pressure where it's like, Oh, I don't, I don't know if I'm stepping out of my bounds by talking about Jesus or, mm-hmm. or it might be an uncomfortable conversation. I think now that conversation will be a little bit smoother. I think people are more, will probably be more readily accepting of, or at least just like we'll have a half open ear. Yeah to have that conversation because like nobody, nobody has answers, you know, like everybody is kind of united under this situation, but we as believers, we have, we have answers. We have peace. We have, we have contentment. Mm. And so those fruits are desirable to people, especially in these times. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I agree, man. I think you're going to see the spirit being poured out to an even greater magnitude in these times. Mm. Um, and yeah, like we've, we've had our apprenticeship, so to speak, mm. like all of us, right? Like we've been in the word, yep. you know, we've seen God move in our lives. We've had various trials and tests and this is a great time to like, to be those true disciples, you know, yeah. like to, to yeah. really like be an uh, ambassador yeah. in the world. Um, and like love, man. Like that's thing. That's nothing yeah. too. Like how y'all are speaking is like they will know us by our love, and mm. I think like that empathy that you're that you're learning and that we're all learning yeah. is something that we can apply. Like because people are are really in need, like spiritually first and foremost, right? But also on a, like a practical level too, like a tangible physical level, right? Like it's people who who don't have you know who are out of work, people who are sick, mm. so like us displaying love in these times, I think it just would be a really powerful thing. Amen. Yeah, bro. God is definitely preparing us for something through this, the body. He's preparing the body, but I also feel like he's preparing the world for something that's coming down the pipeline. You know what I mean? And I mean, I don't want to speak doom and gloom, 
but I sincerely think that the world is being put through a trial. And as Christians, we know that being put through a trial means preparation for something, for a bigger trial, you know what I'm saying? Or the next stage, right? Mm -hmm. And I sincerely believe that God is speaking through us and all this, man, and uh, helping us and giving us a glimpse of revelations, you know what I'm saying? How people Mm -hmm. are going to act, how the world governments are going to act, how the economies are going to act. I mean, let's, let's face it, man. The Bible tells us, outlines a lot of things that are going to happen in revelations. Right. And I just, you know, I don't believe that it's happening right now. So to speak, I believe that this is a preparation. I believe that this is for believers, for God's people, that he's preparing us and, and showing us something down the road man we got to pay attention yeah that's a that's a good good thing you i'm glad you brought that up too because that as we kind of round this bring this home uh one of the questions you said which was what can we expect next and so i think you started touching on that what can we expect next to kind of close this out uh i don't know bro like doctors don't know yeah these politicians don't know we certainly don't know but we know who does know god knows you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. He's been he's been preparing us. He's been telling us to wash our hands since you know, <laughs> since the Israel uh, Israelites. You know what I'm saying? And we have to heed that call, man. And we have to. I know it was a symbolic thing, but uh, it's also a practical thing. Yeah, a very practical thing to you know just in in staying clean, but also staying you know physically clean as well. And we we got to keep doing what God wants us to do. I feel like and. Yeah reading the Bible as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I have no idea. It could be anything, man, because I believe we're in, and we can have a whole nother series on this, but when it comes to eschatology, I mean, I believe we're in the, what the Bible calls is the beginning of of sorrows, birth pains. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. We've seen it. I mean, like any kind of birth pains, things just get more intense and they increase with frequency. And so, ramping up i think with with the times that we're in and the bible's clear on that a lot of this stuff um, for y'all who aren't believers the bible is just a prophetic book that hasn't been there's no other comparison like so many prophecies have already come true in the bible if you look at it from that stance even if you're not a believer you could check some of the prophecies and see that they all came true just in general history um, historical contexts. And so anyways, the point is there's a lot of prophecies that are to come. The Bible calls mm-hmm. out. And like you were saying, Such, these things are, are, it seems like they're just ramping up and, and yeah, like not to be, it's not, it's not to be doom and gloom, especially for those who are in crisis as we're not to be fearful of the things that are coming upon the earth. But yeah, it's just, we don't, we fully do not know what life's going to be like after the pandemic. We don't even know we can't even see further enough. At least I can't. Um, and from what the, you know, the the news and all that says, it's like they put their times on it, but the times always change. Like, oh yeah, it's gonna be. What we, we I'm in San Francisco. We got the shelter in place. It's gonna be till March, you know, March thirtieth uh, or whatever. And it's now it's like, well, it might be actually May first. And it's just like, or it's just like things keep shifting. Even with companies, my company. Mm-hmm. It's, it just keeps shifting and people have no idea really because this is just a, like you said, God only knows and and we truly don't know what the state of the earth is going to be after this. And if there is going to be yeah. after this, truthfully, like 
who knows what's going to happen with this pandemic like and that's the thing is like it's not for us to try to like focus on what is going to be or not be like you were saying brandon like the distraction of like everything that's going on in the world it's like to be informed but not to be distracted we gotta keep i just gotta keep my eyes on god keep my, my family and those around me and doing his will and i'm gonna be content i'm gonna be straight you know what i'm saying and that's the and that's that's what i believe so yeah yeah no i agree with you um yeah and i agree that we can't predict what's going to you know happen on the other side of COVID 19 but i do think the bible gives us some insight and gives us some clues as to what we maybe could expect going forward i saw uh, quite a few parallels between you know what happened with the israelites in egypt Mm -hmm. when moses led the israelites out of Egypt and out of bondage and what's going on today. There were pestilences back then that God allowed to, to, to befall the Egyptians. And there's a parallel obviously between, between that and this COVID-19 pestilence that's kind of plaguing the world. Mm-hmm. It says that once Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt, they went into the wilderness, mm-hmm. right? And I think that kind of lines up with what you were saying, Benny, in terms of like the beginning of sorrows. So they were led out of Egypt, but the Israelites endured a lot of hardships in the wilderness Mm. before finally coming into the promised land. And so I think there could be some parallels there, right? So Mm -hmm. we could come out on the other side of this, but then kind of be in this wilderness state Mm. after COVID-19 passes, God willing. So regardless of, of that, it's, we know that the lesson is to to focus on God yeah. because in that, in the wilderness, you know, people were, you know, they were turning to, to false gods. They were, mm-hmm. they were still sinful. They were asking to go back, yeah. you know? And it's like, exactly. you, you know, you can't go back, right? You have to march forward mm-hmm. to the promise that God has for us. So, and then another interesting thing is uh, when that, when the pestilence was kind of sweeping across Egypt, God commanded, the Israelites to stay indoors and put the blood of, of, the, of a lamb on their, on their, on the front door mm. so that the pestilence would, would pass over them, which, mm. which is kind of the, how we get Passover, the, the, um, the festival of Passover and Passover ironically <laughs> begins April 8th and runs through the 16th of April. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, just some interesting parallels there. I think God does give, he's the, he's the alpha and the omega. So, Amen. He, you know, he he speaks of things that happened in the past, but he also gives us a glimpse. Yeah. Sometimes that 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 glimpse in the future is hazy, and I think that's for a reason. Yeah. Right. Yep. You, you read Revelation, it's like it's 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 kind of hard to make ways of it. But we just pray that God gives us our daily bread, and and we just trust and believe that that He has our tomorrow. So don't mm. worry, you know, God says, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow is enough troubles. So like just uh-huh. just focus on me today. Yeah. Like and and if it's in if it's in your will he'll bring us through to, to tomorrow but Ooh. yeah i i, I don't I, I think you know the world will won't it won't go back to 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 how it was i can say that pretty confidently i don't think we're gonna i think it's this is like a uh you remember like in 9 11 right like mm. there was like a, a shift pre 9 11 and post 9 11 like the world was n- was never the same right mm-hmm. i think with this this is like another kind of 9 11 like event where you're just gonna see a shift and yeah. I think, and this is just the be, this is just the beginning. So not to not to 
scare anybody, obviously. Like we, you know, we put our trust mm-hmm. and faith in the Lord and we and we know that there's a promised land, right? There's a promise. Yeah. So we just have to stay faithful, help each other through it. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. know, we'll we'll be fine. Yeah, man. I wanna encourage everybody out there to not let uh when this blows over and God willing it 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 yeah. does. Yeah. Help us, Lord. To yeah, yeah, Lord, to not continue social distancing because i think it's become easier and easier Mm. and in these times that we live in to be able to live our whole lives indoors you know and to be afraid and to stay in to Mm. go out there you know i mean because you could you could stay in for the rest of your life and you'd be fine you could get your meals you could work you could do all of that and it's become easier and I'm all for no commute. Commute <laughs> um, <laughs> to the to the bro, kitchen. Um, that's, that's one thing. Yeah, I'm saying say from the bedroom to the desk to the desk to the bathroom to the you kitchen, bro. Like you know what I'm saying. But I starve for human um, yeah. Yeah, interaction. You know what I'm saying, and just to see you in person, bro. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying. I remember Benny called me. The other day just interrupted my day and it you know it put a smile on my face man and but i just encourage people man to not let not this be a norm going forward you know to get out of that that's my hope because i i love taking walks and hikes with people and just living life you know what i'm saying knowing Mm. because you know the enemy we talked about last time fear when this is lord willing when it's all said and done you know the enemy is going to be trying to come at people saying like don't 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 love on them don't hug them yeah don't. it's yeah. gonna be every, and it might not be yeah. hugging people but it's just walking by people just people paranoid jumping from side to side and it's just like just be prepared you know what i'm saying for yeah I, i'm even trying to i need to thank you for bringing that up so i need to be prepared in my mind to be able to combat the enemy with the word of god in those moments yeah. and like yeah you know and so i want to read real quick this is the last thing i'll do say is and Matthew 6, and Brandon, you brought this up, and I felt like I should, we should read it, um, where it says, don't worry about tomorrow. So that comes out of Matthew 6. This is Jesus's, like, one of his big sermons on the Mount, um, verse 27. I'm going to read verse 27 through 34 real quick. So, and it says, and this is Jesus talking, and why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon, in all his glory, was not dressed as beautifully beautifully as they are and if god cares so wonderfully for the wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow he will certainly care for you why do you have so little faith oh and i'm sorry i meant to say verse 27 i'm gonna go back just real quick i missed verse 27 and it says can all your worries add a single moment to your life and then he goes into the closing part but then i'm gonna jump back down to 31 so don't worry about these things saying What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously Mm -hmm. and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. So, Mm, man, that's powerful. Um, mm-hmm. You just see like that, that that theme throughout the Bible where God will sort of strip you 
of comforts, I guess. And he'll, you know, he'll test you that, will you depend on me? Will you rely on me? Yeah. Or it says, don't worry about your clothes. That kind of implies that that there is a scenario where you could be worrying about your clothes, worrying about where your next meal comes from. There's a story about where Jesus sends the disciples out to, to, to spread the word. And he tells them like, don't, don't pack heavy, just pack enough for the day. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and like, and it's like, keep, keep moving, keep progressing. Right. Like I think fear keeps you in a, a static state. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think if you, if you're static, like that's, that's where it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, keep moving, keep relying on me and I will provide for your tomorrow. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of, I think that's how we're going to have to be living. You know, it reminds me of like the movie, like Bird Box, different things where it's like, we're going to have to be commu- communing with God, like regularly, like praying without ceasing, like really just relying yeah. on him to get to our tomorrows in, like, in, in the following day, because God's power is revealed in weakness. Yeah. So if we don't have, if we have all these things at our disposal, I think we tend to not lean on God. We tend to lean on what we can do to provide for ourselves, so to speak. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So be encouraged folks, but be prepared. Yeah. Be not yeah. ignorant of the devil's devices. Believers. Yeah. All right. Yes, indeed. Well, I think that, that about wraps it up. We're appreciative of our listeners. We hope that we have enlightened you to some degree that we've encouraged you. And we, we just want all of our listeners to put your faith in the Lord and and just be the light, be the ambassador, because there are a lot of people who who need that light in this dark world. So we just want to charge our listeners with that. But I'm not going to hold you. Please check out our other episodes on goodnews.is. Yeah. yeah. Give us your feedback. We'll be praying for you all. And we just hope that you also pray for us. Yeah. Yeah. Love y'all. We're out. Peace. Love y'all. Peace.